0: I'm Frau Kagalia and this is An Aromatic Life. All right, so have you ever smelled an essential oil and wondered what's behind that liquid in the bottle? What people, places, and plants might be connected to the scent? Who's behind creating that beautiful oil? Well, I've always wanted to understand what it must be like to be the farmer or the distiller of aromatic plants, to be so connected to the life cycle of the plant, and to appreciate what the plant offers as it transforms into an oil that we use to help us in so many ways. This week, I sat down with Swami Krishna Chaitanya, co-founder of Nasarga Farms. Krishna is an aroma technologist, aromatherapist, and classical hatha yoga meditator and practitioner. His collective, Nasarga Farms, is a group of 50 plus farmers in North India, mainly located in the Himalayan region and the Great Ganges Plain area. They distill small batches of essential oils, hydrosols, and carrier oils. I love their company philosophy. They say, unless a farmer, his farm, family, and village is not taken care of in an ethical, sustainable, and holistic way, consciously a farmer can't produce holistic and ethical oils with the best energy. Krishna gives a first-hand account of what it's like to work and live among the beautiful aromatic plants of the Himalayas, and what it means to be truly connected to them and the oils they produce. In fact, our conversation took place out amongst those aromatic plants. Well, only on Krishna's side, of course. My dream is to be there one day. You'll hear the sound of the birds in the background, and he'll describe some of the smells, too. If you close your eyes while listening to this, you might find yourself transported there in some small way. At any rate, I won't keep you waiting. Enjoy my conversation with Krishna from Nasarga Farms. Hello, Krishna. Welcome to An Aromatic Life.
1: Hello, Frauke. Welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me to this event. Thank you.
0: I'm so happy that you're here. You know, it's not every day you get the opportunity to talk to someone who's so directly connected to the aromatic plants that produce our essential oils and our absolutes, our CO2 extracts, all that goodness that we use in aromatherapy. So I'm really grateful to have the opportunity to speak Mm -hmm. with you today.
1: Thank you. I am also very happy and feel honored to talk to you who is directly into aromatherapy and very much passionate about uh, the quality and the work which you are doing one-to-one and all those. uh, I can really feel uh, on your website and how you talk and even your questions speak a lot about Uh, uh, your passion. So it's actually an honor to uh, share what we are doing to you and uh, um, listeners.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, it's going to be a really nice conversation. I really, I'm really looking forward to it. But you know, when I start, Mm -hmm. I always like to get to know my guests a little better. So if you don't mind, would you mind giving a little bit of um, a background about yourself and and where you're from or where you're living now, whatever you'd like to share?
1: Okay. I was born in India. And of course, I'm living in India only now. And we are currently we are living in uh, Himalaya. So our location is uh, uh, where Dalai Lama is living. So Dalai Lama is living in a city uh, area called as Dharamshala. So in that reason, we are living, which is at the back. These are snow clad uh, mountain peaks of Himalaya and our lavender farm is a uh, little far from here approximately um, 7 to 8 hours it takes from here wow. because we are not we are not there because it is pretty much cut off from the uh, from delhi and we often have to go to delhi and even we have the when we ship the oils then we ship them from new delhi ah. so as we have one more base there we every time we cannot send from Himalayas, it's like it would it would consume lots of time okay so, Our location is in near New Delhi and this Himalayan region where Dalai Lama is living.
0: Oh, very nice.
1: And I was born here. It's five hours away from this place down here. And about my background, uh, basically we are this uh, classical Hatha Yoga background where we... I'm also a Hatha Yoga teacher. Okay. So, and classical Hatha Yoga means the way since ancient time the way it has been taught it has been better to say it has been transmitted not taught we transmit certain things so the way it has been transmitted in the same way without even a single distortion we will transmit to the future generations or the one which we have now yes and uh, why i'm particularly focusing on classical hatha yoga because it is not that we cannot add we can add but addition is not needed in it uh, like uh, we have in in India, we have one hundred and twelve meditation techniques. Wow! So since thousands of years, more than twenty thousand years, they are only one hundred and twelve. And in India, we have we have seen the biggest philosopher, biggest like mystics and the, all such kinds of people. And we have a huge library. I mean, huge. Uh, you can say uh, uh, manpower in in our records. We have a lot. So the biggest question is, why we have only 112? Were Indian people foolish that they could not do 113? And why not 100? What's the problem in that? So the answer is that the 112, they include everything. When everything is included, you neither can make it low and there is no scope to add it. Otherwise, if you want, we can make it. But it is really not needed. So we often say that, everything whatever we found on this earth all the meditation techniques of any religion or any spiritual tradition they will just fit into those 112 and they are huge so uh, so similarly we uh, we have a strong uh, we call it direct experience that yes this is the system is very okay and when we start uh, doing it practicing it we realized that really there's not, uh, not even a single scope to add anything. So classical means that the way it has been transmitted, you understand it deeply by your own practice and you just go with that. No okay. alteration, no distortion. So this is a background, a, a bit about our lineage actually.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: so uh, lineage becomes very important because we carry uh, the, the ancient tradition and lineage, the true lineage also becomes very important because we also have to be very contemporary, extremely contemporary. When I say that extremely contemporary means we should be, we should have enough capacity to understand what is going to happen after 50 years, 100 years, 500, 5,000 because, and even more. So we are like uh, making a complete circle of the past thousands of years and the future thousands of years. So this means you have to be as instant as you can and as modern as you can. And when okay. we have that outlook, then, then 100% you have to be natural only because then you see the things beyond what uh, the craziness is going now. So this is about how we are very much stable in this area, in this our field. Mm-hmm. About the oils, uh, the main journey, distillation, we started uh, back, a few years back, uh, approximately four years, but... The our complete journey takes back to 10 years because initially when we because we use lots of oils in yoga also uh, particularly that's how sandalwood, you started
0: right is that how you kind of yes started? that's yeah
1: yes that's how we started sandalwood oil is there and we we really wanted to have sandalwood oil and we of course we do use but we were really <laughs> cheated <laughs> from indian our fellow uh, distillers or suppliers first we thought that uh, oh my God! This guy is speaking so confidently, and uh, and uh, I because he is doing this work for second and third generation. So okay. we definitely we trust them because they are doing since generations. Then we thought, okay, we started using it, and then somehow we tested a full GCMS lab test, and to our surprise, it was a failure. So Ooh. the te- lab operator said that uh, this oil is natural; there is no synthetic in it, but. This is a natural blend of sandalwood, and this is not the real sandalwood. So we it was were adulterated, really right? It, was, it adulterated. was adulterated in natural way.
0: Right, right. Which can be done yes. too. People should know that. It's not just in, with synthetics. Yes. It can be adulterated with naturals as well. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. So we were literally very much shocked because uh, we, we had lots of stock. And then we lab tested it again. Then, okay, sir, maybe it is wrong. We, we just wanted to prove ourselves right. But okay, they said, okay, we will test it. Again, the report was same. So finally, we thought, no, it's not going to work like that. We have to make our own, own network, the real distillers, not in that way. So this is how we started. And after lots of testing meetings, meeting with uh, botan- these scientists, our um, botanists, those yes. who develop a certain uh, crop and breed of plants which are which gives more yield and uh, as close as to the nature. And uh, so we formed this uh, where we also invested uh, in our farms, and we still we keep uh, doing small, small investment uh, often because without investment things won't work. And we do like we are taking the whole complete care because I am also aroma technologist here. Yeah, explain so, that.
0: I was going to ask you about that. What is an aroma technologist?
1: Aroma technologist means you. It is the uh, backbone of uh, or the back part behind the stage of aromatherapy. Okay. So, uh, aroma technologist will take care of the land. He will take care of the uh, the right selection of the crop and the way right way of farming then the testing part is also a part of that and the what how we have been doing traditionally and what we are doing I mean what is the demand of the future and how we can make a right balance between it. So when I say aroma technology it is it is the farming only but farming of aromatic plants. Okay you can say a farmer as a farmer, I'm growing let's say mustard but aroma technology, Comes with the technology of aroma with farming.
0: You so know, it's here, inter- the
1: whole, yeah.
0: No, I was going to say it's very yes. interesting how you call it that, and I and I like it because I recently spoke to um, a conservationist, Dr. Kelly Ablard from the AirMed Institute, and she's she we, she and I had a conversation about um, conservation and sustainability, and so it sounds very much like that's. Pretty mm-hmm. much what you're doing. You're working with the farmers to not only um, conserve the plants, yes. but at yes. the same time to make them sustainable for future generations, given the demand. Sustainable.
1: Yes, sustainable. The I mean, you need to have a bright knowledge about the, the soil and the land and the local. Otherwise, technology won't work. Technology is just very neutral. You You can use it, you can misuse it. But we mm-hmm. need to understand what's going in this land. I mean, where we are doing. Right. So uh, when we talk of uh, better, I compare it with aromatherapy. When we talk about aromatherapy, then we have oils, we make blends, we have one-to-one or in group we teach and we make custom blends or we make developed products. It can be herbal products or whatever, cosmetics, soap and massage blends. So this is the front part, I call it. When directly people, are, uh, people approach an aromatherapist like you and you... Uh, you further guide them. But at the back is what Aroma Technologies is, where we have lab, equipment, support of botanical scientists, and light crop, uh, uh, sustainability model. It's extremely important. And um, what we can, what is missing here, for example, I'll give you one, one example here. Like Artemisia. It is a very common plant. So Artemisia, we have lots of variety of Artemisia in Himalaya. Out of those Artemisia, we are having Three like we are what we are distilling is only three Artemisia here. Okay. One is Artemisia anua, Artemisia palens, which is called a davana, and Artemisia uh, meritima. Okay. Out of uh, these three, there is another Artemisia also which is grown locally, but we are not distilling it yet. But so when we talk about sustainability model, then these the local knowledge is very important, and we do not push that okay no this is available let us distill this also we don't do that okay and we make sure that like uh, we do in small batches like in our lavender farm uh, one is about it's a very small uh, with small i don't know how to uh, uh, call it in right figures it's actually small you can just see in the farm uh, with apple orchard so okay. apple and lavender is grown. Similarly in the rose also, uh, apple is also grown, which is the local here, what we have been growing. And then another patch of small farm starts and then another patch. So these small are giving the best yield to us, both in uh, quality as well as the quantity also.
0: Okay, it's a community
1: of farms. Yes. It is a community of distillers. Farmers or distillers? because uh better to say community of distillers because distillers are also farmers
0: ah okay
1: yes and, both. Uh, if let's say <laughs> they are both uh, they are both but sometimes it happens that a distiller is uh, not directly distilling so it, it, he's not directly farming because if he if he's doing the direct farming then he cannot take care of the distillation part and it means that the distiller is very much in the farm and the uh we we have uh, we take the help of other people local women and uh, the laborers and during the time of harvest so the distiller will not harvest because if he's harvesting then who will run the machine
0: that's true that's so
1: are you uh, yeah so uh, it's like when you are in your house you you cut vegetables and you do the kitchen work but maybe shopping is doing someone else so you cannot say <laughs> yes. that he so he's also a part of uh, your food because uh, the man is doing shopping. In India, we do. Men do shopping a lot for vegetables. So okay. the man is doing shopping. Woman is cooking. So uh, he's a part of cooking process. Now you cannot say that who made the food. Of course, the woman is making the food, but the man is very much at the back end. So this is what I mean by this. Distillers are also farmers. So let's yeah.
0: talk about um, the farms a little bit, this farming community. Nisarga Farms, correct? Yes. I so-, yes. <laughs> so I... You know I we've kind of connected through Instagram of all places strangely yeah. enough right but <laughs> sometimes yeah, <a> headache. <laughs> but I have yeah. to say that the the photos that you show on mm-hmm. Instagram are just so beautiful I hope my dream is to come out there one day and, and visit you but it's yes. just so beautiful can you start by just telling uh-huh. what nasarga means
1: Yes, uh, you're welcome to visit here. <laughs> Thank you. And, <laughs> and photos are, we, type, we are not professional in photography, just whatever camera we have, we take. So Nisarga, uh, nisarga means original, authentic, raw, organic, sustainable version. So the way nature is giving to you, you don't play with it. You just accept it and you uh, embrace it. And then you further distill it. So, Nisarga—that's the sole concept here, and that's how we are. That's the whole concept of uh, classical Hatha Yoga. Also, our core philosophy is that as the way nature is giving to you, and nature gives in the purest form. But we have to explain it further that it is raw, original, without without animal testing. All those some all those words come in existence. Uh, so, I hope you understand. Sustainability yes. is very much important on organic because natural farming is always organic. Organic had been the way. We have been doing organic farming before. Uh, These chemicals are just a play of few few decades. Before that, it was all organic. That's right. So, uh, so that's the meaning of Nisarga, raw, or organic, sustainable, ethical, community work and without giving the right um, uh, share to people and as pure, as pure and as vibrant as you can offer. It's
0: wonderful so can you you tell me a little bit more because this is my opportunity to connect more with the farmers and the distillers you know through you and can you tell me more Uh, about the people that work on the farms and the communities that are being supported by the work that you do
1: okay so uh, we are divided into few uh, zones where better to say few aromatic zones because like uh, everything cannot be grown in one reason right Yes. so we like in Kashmir from Kashmir area, we have cedarwood, lavender, pine, mm, rose geranium, rosemary, clarices, uh, rose also, rose otto, and uh, German chamomile, which we have started. Like, uh, we till now we have been doing German chamomile in the plain area, but uh, we think that the one which we get from Kashmir can be more potent enough. Um, ah. So, this uh, rhododendron. Uh, Cypress and uh, a lot. So this is the one area which we cover, Valerian, Angelica, Angelica, um, Spikenard also. So there's a whole bunch of oils which we get in Kashmir. But in, when, when I talk of Kashmir, that doesn't mean that you come to one farm and in one farm you will get everything. Again, okay. it's split in, in different mountains. Yes. <laughs> so it needs yeah. to be in so, its
0: environment, right? It needs to be in its environment, yes.
1: Yes, it has to be in its own uh, natural habitat. Yes. <laughs> yes. So this is what uh, Kashmir one. Then another zone is where we have our vetiver, peppermint, or peppermint, mentha pepperita, mentha spearmint, uh, spicata, uh, then uh, bergamot mint also, uh, palmarosa, patchouli, all this is another cluster. Another one is where we have in the desert area where we have our uh, hoba farming we are doing then then goes further more another cluster is there where it is moringa Tamanu dawana uh, these oils. so what we do in this uh, we we our we are directly connected uh, with uh, distillers even we also distill of course uh, this Kashmir is our main work uh, where we distill okay. so uh, we we support the local people there because most of the time the locals they do not want to. Uh, take next leap if you tell them okay I'm doing lavender I need your help so let us grow more lavender they would say what will we get from it and <laughs> then I they do not know anything about aromatherapy so actually they are talking about money do we get money from it or not then oh. I say okay mm-hmm. in one one let's say one acre acre is the right unit how do you call it hectare or acre acre uh, in four hectare acre, acre. okay yep. Okay, so we use the one one acre. So in one acre, uh, then I say very clearly, how much, what is your uh, six months uh, uh, earning by growing wheat or uh, corns, local corn? So they say, okay, we earn, let's say $1,000. I said, let us grow beyond that if you can, and you will also keep your wheat and all this farming because I tell them very clearly, I alone cannot do because (laughs) I have a small land. And how much labor I will I do? So I need your support. Unless I do the community support, I really cannot. Uh, so sometimes it's very difficult to um, better to say to motivate them. Just this is more better. So very few few people, those who are open minded. So they yes. say, okay, sir. They don't understand aromatherapy. They don't understand lavender. They do not understand anything. They say we trust you since you are saying we are ready with you. Okay. So this is how the, the work spreads more. Then we say, okay, let us work on this. And, and then I always tell, no, no uh, um, greed in it. If I, so let us not talk about money here. Let us only talk about uh, a small patch of land. My land is there, your land is there. And in that we will grow in only in small quantity. If it works well, we will further we will do in another patch of land if it works well then we will go to your next relative and the next village and then we'll spread it further so it takes it's a very slow work because all of a sudden uh, they are generally our farmers uh, particularly farmers here uh, those who are growing traditional crops they are more interested into uh, earnings so i say let us not talk about it let us do a small one and if it gives the right result we'll proceed further. And it gives the right results sometimes. Sometimes means sometimes it doesn't give because like in Corona situation, oil sale is like, it's very low. Yeah. Uh, but they are happy because the work we are doing, we, we tell them, that, here the aroma technology plays a very big role. What is right farming? Why only this crop? How can we take care without harming the environment? What yeah. are local plants here and how we can use them for our own development? And by distilling these oils, we don't have to look down to plain areas uh, that, okay, plain areas have more, uh, they are growing a lot, we cannot grow. I say we can grow a lot. We just have to open our eyes and what we can do. So this is a work which we are doing, both in uh, motivating, inspiring, right, education, uh, investment, and it's more about what kind of person, uh, better to say I am or we are. So uh, if people don't trust me, they will, not, they will never join hands with us.
0: It sounds very much like it's a process of building trust.
1: Yes, it's a really, it's a process of, process of building trust. Yeah. And once you break that trust, <laughs> you, you are... <laughs> in you're the done. Whole community, <laughs> in, in the whole village, yes, you're done. You are like, uh, oh, he's the guy in our village, he, died. he wanted to do lavender, and now he has failed. And then no one will do lavender. So right. people have right. fear. So yes. And in vi- village community, it's like everyone knows each other. So they know very well what's you and what's inside your house and it's like there's nothing hidden secret and such ah. so, so it's very transparent and when there's and transparency brings comfortability also because there's nothing to hide we are so open so cool in that so we we whatever we do we are very slow in it and we are also we do it very responsibly really a very big responsibility is there with this
0: no it sounds wonderful Hey, I just wanted to let you know about a great free resource I have available if you're interested in harnessing your sense of smell to support your well-being. Just go to the link in this episode's show notes to grab this free resource, which will explain how smelling can support you just as much as other things you do to stay well, like exercising and eating healthy meals. I share smelling exercises you can do with essential oils, everyday aromatic items in your home, as well as nature itself to help you identify scents that you respond to most, that can help lift your mood, reduce stress, and begin to shift your body back to center. So after you listen to this episode, grab my free resource and learn to smell to be well. Can I ask you, I want to ask you just because I'm I'm so curious, what is it like to be out in a field of, I don't know, jasmine or... Or even with vetiver, mm-hmm. I mean, just it sounds like a dream, you know. I know lavender; that's something I can <laughs> go to around here. But there's some some of the other ones that I wouldn't necessarily get to have access to. What
1: does it feel like to you yes.
0: when you're out there among yeah. the aromatic plants? Tell me how it feels for you personally.
1: Uh, yes, actually, this is a very right question. Even because we are here in Himalaya, so uh, we are we are we are used to lavender, geranium, all these plants. What we grow here, it's a devil forest. So when we are here in these, uh, particularly, particularly jasmine, jasmine is just mind blowing. When you enter the enter the farm, uh, in this season it's going to bloom very. Sambak, I'm talking of. uh, One jasmine has already bloomed. Another sambak is going to bloom very soon. When you enter there, it is just it is just like a wild bushes, and and they they are like hair locks. The way the plant spreads, uh, okay. really, while hair he- looks, they are up and they're falling down. Huh. And then the beauty of jasmine is that it is the evening plant. We call it moon plant. So, moon plant means it will bloom in the evening. And it's the anything, whatever is blooming in the evening, that becomes very feminine. And it is very feminine, very soft and subtle. You, it is like when you enter the farm, you cannot run, in, even you cannot run inside the farm because the, the plant itself is so delicate. It's not because uh, the plant will somehow die, but the flowering and it's, it's a moon plant. So the whole feeling is very much you. I mean, when I go there in the farm, I become more feminine side. My whole consciousness and the way I approach, uh, it's like you are in a you are handling a very beautiful woman. This is how the whole feeling <laughs> is.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Yes, apart from this jasmine, uh, the same feeling when we have particularly... A cedar wood, cedar wood is here. We have a lot of cedar wood. But when we enter the cedar wood forest, that's uh, the Himalayan cedar wood. They are very tall trees, and uh, uh, then the name becomes very much uh, authentic. Then because cedar wood means tree of the gods or wood of the gods. You and uh, when we read, okay, wood of the gods, but <laughs> you have to feel what is the what is the meaning of wood of the gods. When is just when you enter the cedar wood forest, you get the feeling. The whole forest is is full of cedar aroma and the Himalayan cedar is not the texas cedar wood texas cedar is different it's very different totally better to say but totally different so wow. the Himalayan cedar wood brings you those qualities of god like you are stable you are looking up high in the sky you are clean clear blue you are everywhere connected to universe this is what uh, this Himalayan cedar this feeling gives jasmine gives you a feeling of moon peace calm feminine and everything is like you feel like a inner dance starts.
0: Yeah, it's such an such an energy, isn't it? That these yes, plants yes. give you. Yeah. Yes. Push you in a certain direction. It's true. Can I ask you another example? Because I think a lot of people might not be aware of this who are listening. So many mm-hmm. are, but I, I want to just educate people and think you're a perfect person to educate people on. Could you yeah. give an example of a Growth cycle of one of the aromatic plants, for instance, jasmine. Let's take that one as an example, because I want listeners to know, like, <laughs> what time of year do you plant it? Then, how do you maintain the plant throughout the year? When do you actually harvest and distill it? Can you take okay. us through the cycle of a jasmine?
1: Okay, I will take uh, jasmine sambac here, or which is uh, more difficult to find because very it is jasmine sambac because uh, that's, uh, there are. We, we have three kinds of jasmine, jasmine auriculatum, jasmine grandiflorum, jasmine sambac. Out yeah. of all these three, jasmine sambac is more uh, picky actually, more <laughs> difficult yeah. to handle and, and you cannot grow it anywhere. So it, it has to be grown in particular land only and it has very superior qualities over all the, the other two and this is also one of the reasons that uh, jasmine uh, sambac flower we use if we even use it after consecration in temple, people eat the flower as a holy holy wine, you can say. Uh-huh. So sambak plays in such a role. And it has very, very much meditative effect. Something, it stabilizes you, uh, your feminine part. Um, so, and even even in India, women put sambak flowers in their hairs. For them, it is everyday aromatherapy. They are doing it every day. Uh, yes. They put a bunch of sambak flowers. So the cycle begins like that. We plant it, of course, the plantation as usual, the plantation happens around rainy season, yes, uh, because it is a suitable environment uh, to grow uh, just before the rain. And what time of the year cycle, is that, sorry?
0: What time of the year is that, the rainy season?
1: It is in July.
0: July, okay.
1: Yes, yes. And it depends in which area we are. It, it starts from May in certain uh, areas. It's from May to July. Better to say. Okay. So okay. for us, yes, it is in July. So uh, the sambag, the life of the plant is pretty long, forty years. Wow. Forty years is very very huge. And when you when you understand when the flower blooms and when you see when you see the jasmine plant like a wild hair locks, and then you know that this will survive for 40 years you are like oh my god this 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 is something very different it looks like a, a bush and it will survive for 40 years and it's it amazing. is being such a beautiful yes yeah. then you get, you get more deeply connected that, that i am approaching not a normal bush it is even it is not even uh, it's not the right word to call it a bush it is better to call it jasmine uh, divine goddess yes exactly <laughs> so, exactly yes 40 years it will survive so we we trim it uh, before around this season we trim it uh, because the blooming happens in April May and the beautiful part is that see for, okay the, the the whole beautiful part of any plant is that how uh, how uh, overwhelmed you are overwhelmed you become by seeing the plant and flowering and blooming is the whole process so uh, it's good you are uh, talking about jasmine sambac blooming starts from April and it continues till August. And it is, wow. it is it is very phenomenal because generally like lavender blooming happens, we finish within 15 days. Exactly, okay. it's very short. Rose also finish within 20 days. So jasmine, it's a continuous process and that's what we mean by feminine. So it's a patient, you need to have lots of patience, And once you are with that plant, 100% you will have lots, lots and lots of patience because in April you'll see blooming, then in May again you see blooming again you see blooming after the rain it will bloom more and after the rain the aroma will become more little more sweeter because ah. the rain has come yes I mean the aroma of the flower will become more sweeter, little more okay hmm. So when you see all these changes in one flower over a period of time, so samba become very exceptional for that and it's a very slow process and we need to have lots of patience for this because, today in one farm we could collect only uh, 1 kilo of flowers what do you get in one case of flowers you really don't get anything so <laughs> yeah. so so yeah, after 1 case, then we go to other farm another kg and then every day every day it is such a slow process then we get the oil and the hydrosol absolute uh, so 40 years is the age of the plant if we can maintain it properly and blooming happens for over a period of uh, five to six months. Uh, after rain also it continues. It, that's why it is called as an evening or moon plant because it has got, it, it is the perfect because it has got all the qualities of the moon.
0: Uh-huh. All
1: the qualities. So And uh, aroma-wise sambac has a more deeper aroma. Far, far and far deeper aroma. Grandiflorum is there. It is more flowery aroma we call. It. Sambac yes. will just, just uh, we we call in uh, uh, in yoga that a feminine quality is the, where where you do not it is there with you it is hidden it works with you it is at the back but it is not visible at the front so similarly some it means somewhere deeply constantly with deep inside you this is how sambak works, it just means sambak
0: very nice, but it's yeah. just it's so clear that you said the patience and you know just hmm. being connected to the plants year after year and and seeing the cycles that they go through and in the case of this jasmine sambac that really doesn't give you much oil or absolute it's just yes, yes. but that's okay because it, even one drop gives you so much
1: yes <laughs> right right, right. You yes. don't need much. Uh, yeah. it's just, it's, you you yeah. don't need much. One one rope, maximum three ropes are enough to what for your work for a certain work which you want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible. Uh, that's why I think sambak is in very few countries. They do Egypt, India, in China also they do, uh, but uh, India is more famous for that. This is my yes. what I know. I might okay. be wrong.
0: Uh, I, it's, it, I mean, it's in many places, but I think you're you're very famous for your mm-hmm. jasmine sambac for sure. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you do you um, you focus more you know I was reading your literature and you focus a lot on the small scale distillation yes. and yes. Y- you could if you wanted to go much further and much bigger but th- there's a reason right why you stay small?
1: Yes, we we stay prefer to stay small because uh, when you, to be very blunt, small is big and big is small. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yes. yes. Because if you really, if you want to grow big, if you really want to spread your wings as 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 bigger as you can, if you want to fly very high in the universe, you have to understand the small. Without understanding the small, you, can, you just cannot understand the big. This is the core philosophy. Yes. So of course we can do big, but after doing the big, we'll be small only because quality will drop. And yes. craziness will come. Handling people will become just a headache, a very big headache. And you will forget yoga. Everything you will forget. Your own peace will be dropped, and the whole day you will be stressed out. The core focus will be how can I sell essential oil to some company or cosmetic. And you will just become a monotonous, uh, um, what monotonous uh, zombie, uh, or what, it, You will become a robot. You, you are no longer. A, yes,
0: you're just going and, through the motions. Yes.
1: Yes. And this is very much visible when I see all those big people uh, who are into um, big production. It's just the you, the moment I see them, I say, sir, please do take care of your inner health also. Okay. You are earning lots of money, way bigger than what we are doing, but your health is not right. Please do something, take care. Because the moment they start taking care of their health, they cannot do big. Yes. Because (laughs) they're doing, because they're doing big for their own health, on, their, on their, their own family and their own community. So in this sense, small becomes the more, way bigger than the actual big decision. Uh, Another reason is that uh, we, our focus is very much on the quality. And for okay, frankly speaking, if I can produce, let's say tons of um, lavender oil or any oil, and I, maybe I can earn money, but it is not giving the quality we can never be satisfied with our work. This is just not a part of our nature. And we are, I'm a traditional Indian person. Traditional Indian means, uh, traditional Indian has. It's very unique in one sense, not the current India. Traditional Indian will definitely go in small only because this is what we have learned in classical sense, that small means taking care of your own place, people. And when you've done it very well, then only community and society can develop.
0: I love that. So this
1: is, and th- that's why, and the whole, this is my personal observation, the whole craziness, the whole craziness in the world, anywhere you see, not only India or America, anywhere you see, the whole craziness is be- because we want to feed, better to say, we want to dump whatever we produce, we want to dump it on the people. That That's the, <laughs> that's the biggest Biggest selfish attitude a, a human being can ever do. Dumping his production on the people. If I produce phone, I will dump on someone. You're having one phone, please take two. You're having right. one car, please take two. You, are, uh, you need three dresses, please take ten. Ten are not enough. If you have this one earring, okay, then you should have three piercings in your ears. So everything is a dumping process. So we don't want that dumping attitude. We Better, if I want to dump something, I will dump it on my own body why to dump on someone even not even my family members and i do i hate dumping on myself so <laughs> no, I, we will sweet. just never ever do this uh, the most stupid act which we can do for you see the condition we, what we have on earth even this month i'll tell you yeah this year because of global warming i don't know what is the exact reason jojoba seed did not happen it means oh. the whole whole year we are without jojoba seeds we really? have stock last year's stock. So flowering did not happen and the seed did not come up. And the farmers are, farmers are saying, what's going on? <laughs> what will we do this year? I said, what? see, <laughs> this is everyone's collaboration. Everyone wanted to become more and more rich. Everyone wanted to live a lavish life. And we did all these uh, climate change and everything. Now we are being, We are getting the result. So we are getting in the form of uh, Jojoba, Jojoba farm without any seeds. So bear with it. And this is our own efforts, actually, yeah. reward of our wrong mentality. Uh, so it's funny, wow. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know next year what will happen.
0: But that's the <laughs> that's so, the reality with climate change, with what's going yeah, on. Yeah, in the, yeah.
1: It's big reality. This again, uh, this year hmm, the spring has arrived one month earlier than before. Wow! So which affects so, everything? Yeah. It affects everything. We, Really, it is affecting everything. The weather is more warm here. Even in Himalaya, the weather is more warm. And it was supposed to uh, have rainfall, but somehow, I don't know. It, it like it, The weather is very much uh, irregular. Warm also, less uh, rain also. And Jojoba, you I already told you, uh, for Jojoba, we need, uh, it's in desert. So we need uh, lots of, um, we need co- cold temperature in night. Otherwise, Jojoba will not grow in right. its own full way. So it was more warmer. So enough uh, cold was not there. In, in desert, we need both hot also and cold also. Right. So this is how thing, it's a very sad story when I see. And that's it what I say that we did all the... Actually, we, we all did it. I mean, me and everyone in the past. Okay, now I, I might be... I can say that I am living a holistic life and this and that. But I am a part of that. So now I really don't want to dump anything on anyone, specifically products Anyone, of course, my thoughts and mentality also. Uh, we have seen, we are suffering, we are literally suffering because of that.
0: Yeah, there's so much to be done. It's, hmm. ooh, it's a big topic.
1: <laughs> yes. But
0: thank you for the small part that you're doing by just focusing on the quality and keeping things small and pure And just, I mean, I just love the name, Nasaga. what you said. It's just the meaning of it, the purity coming directly from nature. It's so beautiful.
1: Thank you. Thank you for (laughs) understanding. I hope others also understand it and do it uh, in their own local way. Yeah, I think you
0: explained it really wonderfully. Well, can I ask you, you know, people might be interested in learning more about Nasaga farms. Is there a place where they can find you what's the best way they can get in touch with you
1: the best ways uh, of course email is there we we recently we made our it's our website it's a very difficult task for us to uh, yeah, that's make hard. That. <laughs> we don't want cut copy cut copy is just a it's idiot's game so we don't want that game so we want in our own way we are slowing that uh, so website is there Better, we prefer email, because email is official communication, and uh, all our team members can also see that.
0: I can put that in the show notes of this podcast.
1: Email, Instagram, website. Uh, better oh, you're on Instagram. Email Instagram, yes.
0: People should check yes. you out on Instagram for sure.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> all right, so mm-hmm. in the end, Krishna, at the end of my interview, I always ask my guests three questions. Are you ready for... Three
1: questions. Three, three questions? <laughs> three okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did send them to you ahead of time I'm not sure if you remember getting them but (laughs) but I'm sure you'll be able to answer them very easily so let me ask you these three questions so the first one is what's your favorite smell right now is there a favorite smell that you have it doesn't have to be an essential oil it can be any smell in the whole wide world
1: right now right now it's lemon and jasmine because I'm sitting i have lemon in front of me and lemon flowering has bloomed and its it's, it's the flower smells like jasmine a little actually the flower has lemony lemon and jasmine they are some they are deeply connected and it's the same family so the the flower i mean deep down when you you can find a resemblance that why lemon is connected to jasmine and at wow. the back <laughs> i have jasmine so these are my favorite particularly lemon is so see lemon i am focusing more on lemon because the, the flowering happens, sorry, uh, it's lemon and neroli I was talking about. Not oh, that, neroli, nice. okay. So, yeah. Neroli, yes, yes. So uh, lemon, is it reminds me of neroli again and again every time. And the, uh, the flowering, the whole, even in my room and where we, it's, uh, every time, day and night and evening, it's full of this neroli aroma. Oh. And jasmine also, because jasmine is here at my back. So that's why I got confused with these three. See, jasmine, neroli, and lemon. Sounds. And these are the, my. That's at one big this moment <laughs> Where I'm sitting. <laughs> it's like yes. a
0: perfume right there.
1: <laughs> it, it's really a very perfume and very delicate perfume, like which we call a, a divine feminine. And this neroli is.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: All mm-hmm. right.
0: So my second question okay. for you is: Do you have a favorite scent memory that you can recall? Maybe from your childhood, or just—do you have a favorite scent
1: memory? Favorite scent memory is of cedar, cedar wood. Is it? Yes, because cedar. When you when you see a matured cedar wood oil, it <laughs> you will cry. You will definitely cry. You will say, "Oh my I god, will. I did not know this. That this was this is cedar." I mean, we have seen cedar, of course. We have seen all those things, but cedar is, and. When I say cedar is the wood of the goats, I really mean it and I feel it because where we are living. And so uh, cedar wood is the, uh, particularly I'm talking about mature, mature cedar wood. Thought. Mature has to be more than 10 years. You open it and you are like, oh my God, I, I forget about aromatherapy. This is the only one. I will only worship siddhar wood. Such <laughs> <it can be." laughs>
0: Sounds wonderful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank
0: no, you. that's beautiful. All right, so here's the, the third and final question for you. Okay. What would you say, are five smells the best describe you?
1: Best describes me.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is where we're gonna find out who you are.
1: <laughs> so you mean the fine smell which best no, no, describes is... me? Any
0: five smells, any five. Okay, any
1: a, any five. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. Hmm. One word, of course, it would be cedar uh, wood because yes. i my whole um, attitude life philosophy everything whatever we do it is all in we call it to inculcate, to imbibe to grow evolve develop quality like a god this not that god is somewhere because in india we say that who created god we created gold so we can become like so uh, do you understand the concept because sorry for getting away from the topic because we are to it is very clear in India there is no God, but God is created by we only, and we create the best what we can think of, the best of the best of the best. How we can evolve in the best way possible right? So cedar uh, wood is of course is, is I will put it in one. So, second will come sandalwood. Se- sandalwood sandalwood because- and
0: Cedarwood. So okay.
1: <laughs> Sand- sandalwood and cedar Sandalwood because sandalwood is uh, there is a saying in India that's. Even the snake will not uh, bite the sandalwood tree.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, they will not.
1: Uh-huh. So that doesn't mean that snake is interested to, uh,
0: to bite, <laughs> bite you, the yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: that simply means, the snake is, so, because, you know, snake has no ears. Since snake has no ears, so the whole body of snake is ears, actually. But snake understands the vibrations. So uh, yes. snake has no ears because its whole skin is, snake is actually ear only. This is the effect. So yes. snake snake oh, the whole intuition of the snake is that it acts according to the vibrations, so the best vibrations which can give so it means snake understands sandalwood. so that's why snake will not bite it so it's a kind of metaphor which we are using
0: so I like literally yes. the meaning,
1: meaning is that so sandalwood Excellent. has that that capacity to retain retain whatever the best you have see today, if I am in a very joyful mood, I want to Retain it. I want to continue it till the end of my day. I mean, till I sleep today. Oh, yes. So in that sense, it is only sandalwood. And when you work with sandalwood, when you work again and again, again and again, you feel blissful. You you are like, you become better, say, a damn holy God you have become after using <laughs> the sandalwood oil. And it works wonderfully. And this is why we have in Ayurveda. I'm talking of both. I'm talking from my experience, and I'm also talking from uh, what we, the traditional knowledge which we have in India. That's why sandalwood is used in innumerable ways, thousands of ways. Sandalwood oil is used in even aromatherapy knows very less about it actually, but we use in many, many, and many, many ways, and there are reasons for that, and you can only understand reason when you really use them in that way, then it goes, you understand, wow, I understand, why sandalwood, why snake will not bite sandalwood tree, and why will this? Okay. Okay. These two. And the third is, I will remove lavender from here, of course we have lavender, and the third will be rose geranium, because uh, rose rose geranium is, uh, it's very difficult to describe rose geranium, Uh, it is, uh, uh, it's, the perfection of a herb which I can feel it's the word roseranium gives. Ah. In just in one word. Then it will be Angelica, Himalayan Angelica.
0: Angelica, okay.
1: Yeah. Angelica, but Himalayan Angelica, Kashmir Angelica, not Europe Angelica or the others because that is different. What we have is this, this I call queen of the herbs or queen of we we just uh, since we are in India we, we, um, we try to express everything in the form of god goddess even though we don't believe or we don't uh, promote them because it's our the way of expressions so it is a queen of the herb or herb goddess angelica you uh, someday when, we, when you see our Kashmir angelica uh, root oil when you see, just by smelling it of course it has a very huge effect on it specifically on women and just by smelling it, it it goes very deep inside you, very deep in a very fast speed. Some oils works very slowly. So Angelica is one of them. And it, <laughs> you're saying uh, where I have come and why this smell is so penetrating and deep also. And it will open up everything, particularly your lower body, the womb part and where it's in the sexual chakra, which we call first, second and third chakra. And okay. a huge... A huge effect of angelica is on the life force, which Gabriel Mose talks about this uh, chi and uh, these things. Uh, so um, energy, vitality, in, in Chinese uh, with traditional medicine. So angelica has a tremendous effect on your life force, really. Very so, nice. Um, so I love angelica. I mean, you just give. Me, if I smell angelica, it's all mm, my days done. To <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: that and cedar uh, one right those two you
1: <laughs> yes yes, and then i would say it is davana davana you know, you know artemisia Palins, it is one yes of the yes dance. Yeah. davana is <laughs> davana is i call this oil is crazy <laughs> literally <laughs> the this crazy oil world. is really yeah the crazy one is davana uh, you if uh, and uh, and i always say the one if you are Holding the one in your hand, if you are working with thevana, then only it will be the please. Davana the will dominate. You cannot be with others. Davana <laughs> will not not let you others in because the oil works uh, so fantastically for all your issues, whether it is sleep, perfume, your divine feeling. So this is Davana. I love wow. this, and you know Davana one is one of the holy plant, holy plant in India, which we in, which we give uh, temple worshiping.
0: Yes, and, yes,
1: uh, in, in India. I would talk one more because list is very long. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are all connected to my qualities. So first, I will put this uh, musk amberit seed oil. It is very yeah. rare, and it is uh, native to India, as I know. Whatever native to India or not doesn't matter. It is native to this our planet Earth. So, yes. uh, so amberit uh, seed. When you, uh, I'll describe you why it is so. When you smell this oil so the oil is oh, so expensive uh, in thousands of dollars and the oil smells little less it's not uh, so much then and when you apply even uh, for okay i'm telling you you <laughs> put two drops of embedded seed on your handkerchief or in your shirt or somewhere even after two laundry wash it will still be there wow it is so it is just it will hold you it will say i'm not going to leave you it and then when you smell it, you, you can feel it. So in that sense, this uh, I'm talking about these qualities because this is how I'm evolving myself. We work and my whole, uh, we are a traditional yoga people. So we have to, uh, we we look for the best qualities. So emberate seed or this musk, a plant, animal origin, sorry, a plant origin, animal is illegal. So right. animal <laughs> origin is, is so feminine beginning, so feminine. And later on, it is damn masculine i mean it it is everywhere and it is so masculine oil it is the only oil which i say feminine oil from the outside and wrapped inside and, and inside it is masculine so in other words we call it we have such expressions we call it a dancer a beautiful dancer a male dancer when you when you see a male opera dancer or any yes. any classical dancer or any dancer um so they look uh, particularly, I'm talking about classical or opera, those dancers, not uh, hip hop or those. So, particularly these dancers, their body has a so beauty. And when you see them, the way they walk, the way they speak, the way their gestures are, they say, You are male, but you, so much feminism has come in your because of the dance. But actually, they are male. But can it, a beautiful dancer, classical dancer, can become a the best warrior also? Because warrior means you will just go and kill and you will shoot and all those qualities. So this is the quality has uh, musk, and musk has that quality. When you apply it, it will e- it will even not ask you what you have to what whether you want it or not. you will say whether you ask it or not. I will just do it for you. It will it like for example when you enter someone's house or office, you knock the door. May I come in? Is it the right time? Musk will not say. May I come in? Musk will just <laughs> enter. He, he will he will break the door. He is already inside. And that's why for two days, it won't leave you. Two drops for two days, even after two laundry wash, it is there. But everything starts in a feminine way. I like that. I mean, it's very dangerous oil in that sense.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> and, no, that's yeah.
1: nice. Very and good. One more, uh, I would add. Uh, that is uh, green spike nerd. Oh. Because mm, green spike nard is very exclusive, or very, or very rare in the sense, with the Himalayan spike nard which we have, Kashmir. So, see, Certain oils carry the energy of earth. Certain oils carry the energy of more than earth or more in this kind of heart, kidney. So every oil will have their own uniqueness. So green spike nerd is balancing both earth and heaven. It's In in yoga, we say it moon and sun because the whole classical heart yoga is a balance of sun and moon. If you can Mm -hmm. balance sun and moon, moon because, uh, let me give give you one more, uh, just uh, two more words. Because of moon cycle, because the existence of the moon, the female body is in sync with the moon very much. And because of that only life is happening. We are born because of the moon cycle. It is a fact, yes? Yes. And moon cycle pregnancy happens then we are born. But uh, so moon pays away. And if our life is not in sync with the moon, life just is, uh, you are living actually very non-human life. This is what I say. Yeah. Of course. so we should try try our best to live in cycle with the moon. Then other is the sun, because every the whole solar system, we are a part of sun. Sun is the main. So uh, these two qualities where sun is there and moon is there. So the classical sense, the, the whole effort is to bring a balance between the sun and the moon. Sun becomes the father, moon becomes the mother. So these are a few symbols or representation. And in literal sense also, they are that, like that so green spike nard it will make you very much settled on the ground you say sir please sit where are you going and then after you sit then say also look up in the sky why only sitting on the ground look (laughs) up in the sky and get connected this is what green spike nerd gives Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, so it means it has a very sweet uh, apple kind of aroma and very grounding which is connected with the valerian indian uh, kashmir valerian so uh, i I love this green spike now it's uh, again one in very beautiful oil. one more oh, I would like to try add it because <laughs> <laughs> yes, one more I would like to add. I cannot miss it oh listen uh, to you, you're gonna have ten <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> uh, go ahead go okay. ahead
1: one more is' tuberose oh tubers. yes. beautiful tuberose because this oil uh the tuberous plant also it looks when you look at the tuberous plant it looks like uh, in a curve shape so like okay somebody let's see some flowers are very beautiful like sunflower so you get attracted like a, by appearance wise they, they are very beautiful to you so tuberous is not that much appealing <laughs> <laughs> when you look when you look just it just looks like a tube that's why it's called the tuberous and uh, tube kind of cylinder kind of appearances there yes. and you see it even the first time person who look it at for the first time, he or she may even neglect it, but you cannot neglect a sunflower, so big and so blooming uh, rotation with the sun. So tuberous because it is uh, this one oil when we use on the body. So uh, uh, why tuberous? It's very much connected with my own uh, quality and how we evolve. We want everything in a, we want to finish the circle the finish the circle means we want to finish when we are born then you also have to die one day so the circle will get finished yeah so when the circle get finished so you should know that our life should our, actually our life is a our life is between life and death only birth and death so there's a we call it a complete circle so the whole philosophy of samasara comes into it so can we make it a complete circle in a very beautiful way and also once we finish the circle There's a chance we can get out of the circle also. These are all different. So tuberos plays that that role. So when you use the tuberos, the one, uh, the Indian tuberos here. I don't know. There is tuberos in French also, but yes, that's the one I know. I think yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I have seen the French one. It is more more and more near to perfume. The Indian one is more and more near to energy. So there's a difference in that. Okay. So so the the is it gives a complete circle in your body. It is like when you apply it, then just one or two drops. <laughs> from You see that my my feet, sometimes we don't feel the sensations because we are so busy in our life. And so you'll see my feet are also very much there and my head is also very much there. So tubos is connecting you from top to down
0: ah. in your
1: whole body. So a complete circuit, a complete circle, the tubos can. And when there is a complete circle, then a desire can arise, wow, I'm satisfied, so why not to get out of it? It's another leap in philosophy, so that part we'll talk someday later on. So this is why, why I love tubers, and this is also one of the reasons that traditional yogis, tradition not this uh, studio yoga or uh, some girl posing in some tight pants, and no, no not that. <laughs> and that no, <laughs> no, no, because, no. <laughs> that is not uh, the yoga. That's and, uh, not your yoga, that, no, uh, no. Um, So the tradition, they use tubers a lot. There's a reason for selecting this plant because it gives them that circle and circuit. And it also gives them to get connected to the world in a very beautiful way. So tubers is, I saw all these, I don't know, I told you six or seven. Uh, Very nice. Seven, perhaps I told you.
0: You know what? I give you extras because you are surrounded Mm. by so many beautiful smells. I can only imagine (laughs) how hard it is to even pick these, just these six or seven. (laughs) You could probably pick twenty. I, I know I would.
1: <laughs> I, I can yeah I can keep speaking a lot on this uh, smell even <laughs> I, so many actually jasmine, I know. Um, curry so leaf weird. and this coriander, uh, wild marigold is uh, here right now. I'm sitting here, wild marigold, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. A lot.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Krishna, thank you so much for joining me today on an Ayurvedic life. It's so you. wonderful to get a chance to to learn more about what you're doing and for educating thank us on on, on the work that you do. So I really appreciate you being here today.
1: Thank you for okay for asking all these questions to the opportunity to talk and share because. Uh, every time we don't know <laughs> we, everybody is not interested to ask all these things to know all these things so mm-hmm. i i feel happy to i mean you are really you gave me an opportunity to share what we know oils is okay oils we sell so let's say we are selling oils to you or anyone but will that person ask all these questions no so unless you ask you will never know what kind of work we are doing so yeah. it brings a immense joy and pleasure that um uh, really my i'm very uh with my deep gratitude to you for offering this opportunity uh, to open a new door to us to get to speak what we are doing. Oh, Welcome. I'm so
0: grateful. Uh, yes. Thank you. What a beautiful soul he is. I'm so grateful to Krishna for sharing with us what it's like to be at the front end of the so called soil to oil cycle. It's really where it all begins. Without reverence for the environment and the plants, the people who toil the land, what's the point, really? How that liquid in the bottle gets created is just as important as how the liquid supports us in the end. You know, if there's one takeaway from this conversation, I'd say it's to appreciate where the essential oil, the absolute, the CO2 extract, the carrier oil, where they come from. Respect the amount of work and dedication that goes into each drop that you use. I think in the case of Krishna, you could really tell how much pride he has for the oils, what they mean to him. I mean, he had a hard time picking just five, right? That's because he's so connected to those plants and the oils they produce. How could you not treasure them as much as he does? I'm going to make a more conscious effort to cherish each drop of oil that I use, recognizing that there are plants, there are people, and there are communities connected to it. And I'm grateful for their dedication, so I have the chance to experience through the scent their land in some small way, to be transported there for just a moment. But to also thank them for doing the hard work so I can benefit from the therapeutics of the oil as well. All right. So with that said, I'd love to hear what you thought of the episode. Send me a voicemail. Let me know your thoughts. It's really easy to do. There's a link right in the show notes, which will take you to where you can leave me a voicemail. I'd love to hear from you. And also in the show notes, you can find all the information about where to get in touch with Krishna and with Nasarga Farms, including where to follow them on social media. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, FalkAromatherapy.com, where you'll find information about workshops, courses, and other programs I offer. And make sure you grab my free audio training, How to Smell to Be Well, which you can download from my website. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day.